Hello there, warrior women. Welcome to our podcast, Women Two Warriors. You can also check out our website at women, the number two, warriors.com. We're so excited to be bringing you a podcast. And today we're going to talk about community and unity in community and unity within yourself. There's an aspect of Jesus that has largely been forgotten, and as Christians, we tend to present him as a safe and soft human being, but Jesus wasn't safe, and he certainly wasn't soft. He was a warrior. When it came to sin and shame and disease, well, Jesus was willing to do whatever it took to break through religious barriers and to transform people's lives. We, too, are these warrior women because we are made in the very image of him. Genesis 1.27 says, So God created man in his own image, and in the image of God he created him. Male and female, he created them. There were four important areas of a disciple's life that needed to be ministered to in order to fully live a life of Christ. And these four vital areas are were important to the disciples then. They're important to, this, to, to us now as warrior women. They were the very center of every success and failure of their lives. Jesus specifically spoke of these four areas in scripture and passages where he mentions them, these four areas, in the context, even with priority. Well, like our greatest commandment is to love God first and to love our others, our others are our neighbors as ourselves. These four areas are our spirit, our heart, our mind, and our body. And all of these things encompass the warrior. The spirits are time with God and in his word in relation with him and building his spirit within us so we can be that light of him for others. Our bodies are most magnificent, marvelously made machines, a vessel, a temple that he has created for us to house himself in. Powerful. How incredible is that? And our mind, 1 Corinthians 2.16 says, but we have the mind of Christ. The mind is filled with peace and joy. It leads us into life and destiny it's in its ways, in its thoughts and intentions, if we align them with what heaven wants us to align them with. The Apostle Paul made a clear distinction between two different minds, one being the spiritual mind and the second being a fleshly mind. In Romans 8, 5 through 7, he says, For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the Spirit is life and peace. It is a daily process to do this, to not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of our mind, that by testing we can discern that the will is of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect, and it says so in Romans 12 too. Our heart, Matthew 15, 18 through 19, but what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart, and this defiles a person. For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false witness, and slander. Our heart is more important and vital than we actually give it credit. Physically, it pumps life into every organ and tissue of our bodies. And spiritually, it does the same to every aspect and area of our life. The most vital and central part of the success of every person is found in the heart. Jesus states that from the fruit of life comes from the heart. Proverbs 4.23 says it this way from the Jewish Bible. Above everything else, guard your heart. It is the source of life's consequences. The areas you have seen death and destruction in your own life might not be the results of just your mindset, but your heart. The areas where you have seen success and healing and restoration, peace and life are a a result of a healthy combination of the spirit, heart, mind, and body. 
Luke 6.45 says, The good person out of the good treasure of his heart produces good, and the evil person out of the evil treasures produces evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. Jesus here exposes two different conditions of the heart. One heart has a good treasure, while the other heart is evil treasure. The heart with good treasure is a heart that has been transformed and redeemed, turned from stone to flesh. But the heart that is evil treasure in is a heart that has become hard, filled with things of the world and sin. So as warriors that we are called to be, we need to to be forming a unity within ourselves, within our families, within um, community, a oneness amongst us. God wants this for us, to not be so easily offended, to be open for unity, the unity he has for us. Jesus prayed for this unity right before he was crucified. It was such a big deal to him at the end of his life. It was his prayer for us. So as warriors, we are called to be, we are called to be these warriors. We need to form unity within us and within our families and our communities, a oneness that we have with um, God, a unity with God as well as we're not easily offended. I mean, we're open. Um, we're open to others in this unity. And Jesus prayed for this unity right before he was crucified. It was such a big deal to him at the end of his life. It was his prayer for us and those who believe in him because of what his message is through us. In John 17, it says, I am them and them in me. May they be brought to complete unity so that the world may believe that you have sent me and love them as much as you've loved me. This was his prayer complete unity one so that others would believe in him so this year we have seen how unity and this past year for um 2020 and, and 2019 we've seen how unity has been very much obsolete in our nation within our own lives and so in this year we are challenging ourselves in 2021 to fight against this and to fight and not let this be stripped from us that unity is important as a community we need each other um we need uni unity within our work in where we're working in our homes within our own selves we're not at war with anyone but with the enemy. Um, the opposite of unity is division, and that's the, the division is Satan. He is our enemy, our arched enemy. He's one who sows discord among each other, each of among all of our brothers and sisters, and that's an abomination to God in this in, in this decisive divisiveness that He has. Um, um, rules throughout our earth. And we have strong warnings of this in the book of Titus. It says this in 310, that God said division. Don't have anything to do with division. Warn others for sure, but have no division between us as brothers and sisters. We are to form one temple side by side. And Titus warns us against this divisiveness. And this is where we've been this past year in that we need to remind ourselves our oneness is vital for others, for Jesus. We cannot love others. We can't even love God if we're not loving people. And it would be a lie to say that we did. If we say we love God, but we don't love people. That's a lie. So we need to be these warriors, these disciples that are taught by Jesus to bring and spread love, peace, kindness, grace, and unity. We need to stand firm and fierce for Jesus because he was the greatest warrior that could ever live. He gives us these weapons of faith 
and facts. He gives us our spiritual weapons and our godly armor that we are never to take off. So thank you so much for joining me today and sharing about unity, how Christ needs to be the number one unity in our lives and that together we can create unity within our community. Stay fierce, warriors.